Coffee with George Kokolas and Virginia Dooley. You know what I really love about this podcast, that every single new, when we have a new episode, we always somehow travel to another country, In you know, even with our minds, yeah, with our spirits. And that's exactly what's going to happen today again. Absolutely. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us uh, uh, for another episode of Teacher's Coffee. 24, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to see the number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, episode 24, and today we are traveling to Algeria. North Africa. Uh, well, actually, not exactly North Africa, because our North Africa, but, you know, I want to make it more specific because I was really fascinated. Uh, we have, uh, before we start uh, this uh, conversation, our guest today is Fuzia Ruaghi, if, if I'm pronouncing this correctly. Ruag, okay. Ruag. And um, Fuzia, welcome to Teachers Coffee. So great to have you here. Thank you so much for having invited me. I'm very delighted to be with you today. Can you tell us the exact town, city, spot of the country that uh, you are talking us from? I'm based in Sitif. It's located in the east of Algeria. All right. And you told me that you have really nice forests, mountains, and you have... A really exactly. nice, spectacular yeah. natural yeah. landscape, right? Yeah. We do not have just a beach, but we have the rest. <laughs> yeah, I know, because Algeria is usually associated with um, the coastline, Mediterranean, but definitely there are so many other interesting spots and beautiful spots to visit. Yeah. Okay, um, we are going to talk a lot about your expertise and your focus, but to begin with, uh, because... I think it's the first time that we have someone someone from Algeria in our podcast. So mm -hmm. I would like you to give us a brief introduction about yourself and your studies regarding English language teaching. Yeah, I'm Dr. Fuziarwag, Associate Professor in English at the Department of English Language Studies in uh, in the University of Sitif II in Sitif. I'm specialized in applied linguistics, but my dissertation and thesis were written in ESP, which is English for Specific Purposes. Um, also uh, enrolling in an uh, online um, course in TESOL with UNISA University of South Africa. I'm also self-qualified teacher trainer. I've been teaching at university for more than 18 years. Lovely. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, um... There, from what I understand, someone can learn linguistics in ELT or ESP in university level. But what about for younger uh, students? How how can someone learn English in Algeria today? I know it's a uh, French is very dominant in Algeria. How about English? True. So just when I uh, when I understand, what do you mean by young? You mean old children, young children, or young adults? Um, you can tell us about both. Anyone before university, let's yeah. say. Let's say that an individual, a younger individual, before he or she becomes a student, decides to learn English. How how does this count this how can this happen? Yeah, well, only recently English has been introduced in primary school in grade three. And mm -hmm. actually this caused the kind of um of dilemma and the parents actually do not agree that French and English are taught 
and in the same year. But when we, we expect this decision, ministerial decision, uh, people take English as a subject, as in, uh, independent subjects in middle school uh, for three years and in uh, high school for three years before coming to university. But it remains always a language that's spoken outside uh, I mean, uh, uh, sorry, it's spoken inside school walls and it's never, I mean, it's very rarely that people speak English outside the class, I mean, in street, compared to French, of course. French is is, um, uh, uh, is a legacy and it's spoken even in our daily life conversations. Uh, when we talk about colloquial Algerian, 80% uh, of our speeches is French. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Most of words are French, yeah. So English remains always a foreign language that people speak only in class. Absolutely. This in a way answers my next question, but still I want you to elaborate a little bit more because yeah. th there seems to be like a, a competition in between maybe three languages here. And I think this is happening also yeah. in some other Northern African countries. Maybe right now the competition that comes from real life is between Arabic, which yeah. I don't know if you have standard Arabic or local Algerian Arabic, which can also dif differ. And uh, you have French, which is like a foreign language, but a very dominant foreign language. And you it's have... I'm sorry, it's considered a second language French. Okay, second official language, let's say. Yeah. So yeah. English comes like like third. But isn't there any pressure from, from the market, let's say, or from other maybe uh, academic contexts? Because there might be Algerian students that want to go study abroad but maybe in a way um, uh, make the communicative English or teaching English as a, a means of communication, something like more imperative, or you would say that still France is the most That's dominant. True. That's true. Uh, for academic studies, for research, for writing dissertations, for uh, for going abroad to, I mean, to get integrated in this society, actually our students are really struggling. So there are many other means. Uh, I mean, um, I'm answering your next question. It's uh, learning English in language centers, uh, learning English via uh, via YouTube, via applications, but not necessarily the school actually is not really very good help or it's not it doesn't offer assistance to those students when it comes to communication mm -hmm. it remains always a traditional approach in teaching a foreign language so clt in algeria is still not applied and the the teaching approach is still teacher centered this is why students outside who speak English actually they worked on themselves uh, via, I mean, chatting with foreigners, uh, listening to YouTube, listening to even the movies, American movies actually happened a lot. And the new generation, actually, uh, they're very good at um, when it comes to pronunciation. They're they are far better than, than others because they listen a lot and they practice a lot outside, always outside uh, the academic context. Mm -hmm. So you said that the the lessons are still teacher centered uh, in Algeria today. Yeah. So what would you say are the main needs for Algerian teachers today to um, differentiate, let's say, their teaching approaches? Well, we oh we all need, including me, professional development. Actually, we are not offered this kind of opportunities. Mm -hmm. to participate and to get engaged with people around the world, uh, having skills in ICTs, technologies. And this was actually shown during the uh, the, um, 
the quarantine of the lockdown of COVID-19. Actually, we were struggling in using, in delivering our lectures online. We, we used to have only e-platform, which is Moodle. And many of us, I mean, we, we were suffering from technology literacy. Uh, we need to know about classroom management. We need to have some skills and some knowledge about our subject matters. Uh, we need to have uh, skills about how to manage in our, our classroom, how to uh, offer kind assistance to our, our students. All of these actually, they are actually urgent needs for, for Algerian, uh, for Algerian territory uh, lecturers, including me, of course. Absolutely. And maybe training can be a vehicle, yeah. training of the teachers can be maybe the vehicle for this change. Because sure. if you think about it now, if, if there is no demand from the society or from the market for learning a foreign language, and if, you know, this makes you think as English from the perspective of a, of a teacher as like passive knowledge, as you said, or just like another assignment in the curriculum, it's very easy for any teacher to remain in that comfort zone and never think about changing things. Although I'm still surprised that there might not be any kind of professional or business activity that does require the use of English. I mean, irrespective of TikTok or maybe YouTube or other web sources, there might be right now, and maybe you can talk to us about this from the perspective of English for specific purposes. I mean, where does this ESP may be needed in the Algerian society if there is no demand from companies or other professional activities that do require people to speak English. I'm really surprised that this there is no pressure towards this direction. This is what I'm trying to exactly. say. Exactly. Actually, the need or, or the demand of English is increasing, but the academic setting actually is not doing well, is not progressing. So I when see. we... Yeah. That's that's actually the discrepancy where where uh, we have in our in our country. Uh, there is a kind of pressure that we have to be, uh, I mean, uh, to get integrated in the global world, in globalization, etc. But once we talk at the academic setting and context, actually things are quite different from what's happening outside. When we talk about English and employability, uh, there is an increase of demand of English in some countries. Uh, sorry, some companies. But the problem is how to teach the skills used in or uh, mm -hmm. as a future employee actually is non-existent. Mm. I understand. I understand. Yeah. Um, your specialty seems to be um, ESP. Is there any particular project or maybe you can give us a little bit more of the reality of how it is to teach ESP, maybe in the country, that there is this discrepancy, as yeah. actually you mentioned uh, before. How can you elaborate? Uh, well, ESP is, is considered as a virgin market in Algeria, and people actually, uh, what shall I say, I give you the conclusion that ESP is, is compared to EGP, which is English for General Purposes. Only after the ministerial decision with the introduction of English as medium of instruction at the higher education, and what shall I say, there's a kind also of struggling. It's a kind of struggle of how to implement English either to train teachers to teach in English, to train students to get the lecture in English, or mm -hmm. train teachers to teach in English. So all of these actually, uh, I mean, made um, made things that, or, or people are shrouded in mystery. Even trainers, Algerian trainers. For me, I'm, I'm a teacher and expert in ESP and CELTA qualified. I'm not really at the, at the best position to give this training to subject matter teachers. 
and mm-hmm. they missed that the ministerial decision is not really studied enough. How do you offer trainings uh, by non-native speaker? How can I train a teacher of biology? Shall I teach him how to use English or shall I train him how to teach, uh, I mean, biology in English? So actually, I, I, I am, I am, I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, to edit an article about this, and, uh, uh, and it's, it's gonna be, I mean, it's gonna be really interesting to give my insight into this, uh, uh, into this dilemma. And uh, f- for me, a, na- a native speaker, expert native speaker, is a must. At this, at this stage, it's really must. Only in the beginning, either to train Algerian teachers, I mean. Algerian uh, teacher trainers in order to train other subject matter teachers, or at least to give kind of workshops, a kind of guidelines in order for these Algerian teachers to start. It's not really, uh, I mean, it's never gonna be a good start if you do not have a solid background on how to design a curriculum. Okay, we all need theory. I mean, uh, theory, we all, I mean, we are good at theory. But how to put this theory into practice, this is actually not easy to do. It's, it's a really tedious task. I think, Fuzia, what you have just said is really, really essential. And I think it's high time. This example of, of, of this situation of that you have just described is a very pure example of how, you know, um, people who are, let, let me allow them, allow me to call them the theoretical ones. I'm going to use your terms. Have, maybe have, have no touch or cannot have any actual grasp of reality that is why there's sometimes need for um a bottom-up solution which will come from from you that you are there you you've been experienced this every single day uh, and simply you know recommend what needs to be done and uh hopefully you know um there's going to be some light in this uh, unfortunately um, we were not given this opportunity to share our voices i understand yeah, so, yeah. Any particular project that you are doing right now uh, towards this yeah, direction? Offering, offering, offering professional development to my colleagues. <laughs> excellent. <laughs> that's a yeah. good start. Yeah, that's an excellent yeah. start. Yeah. My, yeah. After the ministerial decision of introduction of English, so my colleagues are really, I said, I said they are shrouded in mystery. So I'm trying to invite some people who are expert in ESP, in EMI, uh, Etc. In order to share it with my colleagues and uh, uh, starting to have a kind of solution to help other teachers of subject matter to start teaching English and help also students to grasp at least the lecture in English and to write their uh, dissertation and examination, like uh, even uh, examination questions. If they they are not understood, uh, actually they may fail not because of the subject matter but because of of the language. So plenty of things. It's really complicated. It's really complicated. And we wish you all the best of luck because I know I can confirm that you are very active uh, in what you're doing. So, yeah, just keep up the good work and maybe better days will come. Absolutely. So, yeah. Ready for the roast question? I'm ready. Are you ready, Luzia? Yeah. Okay. Great. So the question is, what was the most challenging interaction you had during your career? And how did you deal with it? The challenging, sorry? Challenging interaction you had during your career. And how did you deal uh, with it? Maybe yeah, every day well, is a challenge. <laughs> it sounds like it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it happened to me. I was invited to the radio. It's the same. It was recorded. And I didn't know the question. I mean, all the questions. <laughs> 
Susan, now then. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So they didn't inform me about the questions, and the uh, I started to say, I mean, anything, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it was a very, very embarrassing day, and but okay. Um, the presenter said, okay, you you did well. It's okay, though you didn't know the question. But the rest, <laughs> uh, the rest of the invitees, all of them could answer. I mean, they were prepared. It was only me who answered spontaneously. <laughs> So actually, sometimes <laughs> I, I I used to lose the uh, I mean uh, the train of my thoughts and I used to pause a lot, etc. But uh, it was a good experience actually. If you manage to pull that through, then definitely uh, you know, you're the there. <laughs> With my sense of humor and sometimes I give a joke, etc. So everything went well. Yeah, well. exactly. Yeah. Improvisation is key sometimes. Yeah, I, and if you I can do that. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's like an art. So it's yeah, the art of public speaking, impromptu. Yeah. yeah. Right. I, I don't know. Maybe it was my first experience on the radio, or I guess that the presenter did it on purpose, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they tried to test my, um, I don't know, <laughs> something. I felt something like that because the rest of, of people who were invited with me, uh, they were, I mean, they were speaking as if they were preparing some. Oh, they were really, uh, really unprepared. It was mm-hmm. only it was spontaneous. Yeah. So it's the same for your questions. <laughs> but it's okay. Challenges uh, are here. We like challenges. So of bring course. them on, right? Yeah. yeah. It's the sugar of life. It's uh, the spices of life. Yeah. Otherwise, it's uh, life doesn't have any any taste. Exactly. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Fuzia, we want to wish you all the best. Uh, I mean, um, yes. I would again say keep up the good work despite any kind of difficulties. Uh, what we can com- confirm from our perspective, because we've been talking with many experts from all over the world, yeah. um, you know, this, this, uh, what you've been experiencing, it's happening in other countries as well quite often. But, you know, always the profile of the teacher who is there in the front line is trying, giving his best, I think can set a very good example for better days to come. Well, I hope I cannot, yeah, I cannot keep up uh, going, actually. It's not easy. It's not easy. It's a tedious task to to give your voice to to say that things should be done this way and not so you know, especially with when you have a, a I mean decision from a higher authority. It's not Absolutely. always easy to. But yeah. it's nice with your colleagues that you've started uh, a yeah. little professional like a de- professional development like between you and you know that will reach far and other people uh, might hear about you or see what's going on and decide to join and then collectively um things will change which is which is ideal so i'm doing my best this is actually the least thing you can do to my colleagues and actually uh, after the webinars a series of webinars of three webinars my colleagues have have found that things have been clear I mean, when it, when it comes to EMI implementation, when it comes to introduction of English in grade three, for instance, at primary school. So many, many, uh, I mean, uh, uh, several uh, colleagues were actually uh, put on the right path, if I, if I dare say. Wonderful. Excellent. Yeah. Fabulous. Okay. Uh, well, it was lovely speaking to you today. Yeah, exactly. I enjoyed talking to you. And actually, it's the time is flying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really flying. It's you. flying when you're having fun. Yeah, yeah so exactly. We had, <laughs> exactly. had a great time with you. And as I said, we wish you all the best. And thank Likewise. you. Likewise, thank you so much for your invitation. I'm very, very glad to see you both. And hope that we collaborate in the future, inshallah. Absolutely. 
Thank you. Good bye, bye. Bye. Bye.